When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the newest episode of Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. I'm your host, Jason Fraley, picking the brains of the top filmmakers, musicians, and artists of our time. Season 3 of the British comedy series Trying is currently airing on Apple TV+. I spoke to stars Rave Spall and Esther Smith about what makes the show so hilariously heartwarming. Hey, Rave Spall and Esther Smith. Hey, thanks so much for joining us on WTOP. It's a great pleasure. Thank you for having us indeed. Now we're here talking Trying Season 3 on Apple TV+. Plus. My wife and I absolutely love this show. We discovered it in Season 1 and are hooked. Um, not only is it hilarious, but it's heartwarming. And, and on a subject that um, a lot of shows don't, don't really talk about, you know. So do you, do you get a lot of fans coming up saying, you know, hey, thank you. You know, we're struggling with pregnancy or, or navigating this adoption thing. Like, do you get people that say, hey, thanks. This really means a lot to have a show of what we're going through. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? That's been one of the most lovely kind of bonuses from doing a job that we both enjoy doing is having that connection with people who are going through either going through the adoption process or they're going through fertility issues, reaching out and talking about their very personal journeys. And it's it's so humbling and it it's um, it's just so lovely to know that you're representing something where people, which makes people feel less alone in it, I think, because it's a, you know, it's a, it's a hard journey with lots of ups and downs. So I'm glad that we get to, yeah, show that and it offered some kind of, I guess, yeah, comfort in it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's, it's a pretty much a still a taboo subject, the idea of infertility. People don't talk about it much and it's not really represented in, in, in much of the public discourse. Um, but it's a thing that in, it, that affects one in seven people, you know. And um, so to be able to do a show where bringing those stories to the fore is great, but also with a comedic tone, because I think mm. it's a very uh, human way of getting through difficult times is to use humour um, to deal with trauma. And um, it's, a, I think, um, to create a TV show that bridges those two things, those two tones, drama um you know pathos and comedy is is difficult um and uh, more more difficult i think than a lot of people realize which is why I, there aren't that many shows that do it well uh, yeah. and so i'm really proud that the writers and creators of our show have, have um have, have enabled that have made that happen i think i think we've done a pretty good job at that Oh, you walk that line perfectly. It's it's you, you warms your heart, but then you're laughing the next second. It's great. Now, do you um obviously, you know, with with the two child actors that play Tyler and Princess, I love that that's their names, but um, has it been sort of a similar experience for you as actors? You know, like, you know, your characters are trying to bond with these these kids on screen. But is in, in a weird way, is it is it as actors you're sort of 
they're your adopted kids too. Like, is, is that bonding process similar to what your characters go through, you think? Yeah, I mean, I think so, definitely. It's, yeah, because also they're, they're, they're new people on set that you're going to be working with. And I think, like, regardless if they're children or, or adults, it's still you want to be able to bond and try and, you know, be friends with them. I think really hilariously, similarly to Nikki, I think I so desperately tried to be fun with them. (laughs) (laughs) Not necessarily sure they saw me as the fun one out of the two of us. (laughs) I tried really hard. (laughs) No, but like, I guess you're, um, uh, it's funny. Like, you know, I've got kids myself, so I'm not afraid of, I'm not afraid of telling kids off. Right. (laughs) Um, and uh, it's like, you know, my experience with kids is they love to have boundaries, you know, they love to know where they are with you. Right. And like, it's not like I'm screaming at them, never, but like sometimes if they were, you know, a little out of line, which they, which they rarely were, then you tell them. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they, 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 they love that. Like me, do you know what I mean? Like Mickey, yeah. you know, if I would like tell Mickey to stop doing something, it would like, you know, yeah, he, he he was very drawn to me, Mickey, and I him. Um, he's a he's a lovely young man, and I, as is Eden. They're they're great kids, and they were fantastic to have around. Yeah. Oh yeah, and there's so many likable moments where, like, w- 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 between your characters, um, Nikki and Jason, when they're interacting with the kids, um, it's like for for instance, like for Jason, I'm just trying to think. Oh, when you burst into the classroom in the hazmat suit to save the day, or for Nikki, you know, getting the tattoo to match the the adopted daughter's birthmark or, 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 or the birthday party when you're under the table, putting the little things on the guest shoes. Like when you read those moments in the script, they're just little character moments, but do you just like grin ear to ear that, Oh wow, I get to go play this or, or some of that improvised too. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that's what's so brilliant about Andy um, who, who wrote literally has written every single episode. You know that you're going to turn the page and you're going to feel something. You're going to either be laughing or crying. And those kind of little, tiny little moments, they're just so unexpected and just so beautiful. And yeah, yeah, it's, um, well, it's, it's, it's like you said, it's just like grinning from ear to ear. It just makes you feel really warm. Just even reading it and then doing it is, um, yeah, yeah, really lovely. Yeah, it, it, and also like you read it, and the bits that are really moving always make me cry when I read the scripts. And when I watch the show, it still makes me laugh and makes me cry, even though I know what's going to happen. <laughs> that's te- that's a testament to the quality of, the quality of the show. I think is that um, even you know me was, was there nearly every day. I'm still surprised and delighted by it. That yeah, that is the test, I guess. And for us, if we ever go back and rewatch it, we'll know it's going to happen and still laugh anyway. Yeah. Um, and just before we move off of the, the subject of the kids really quick, I, I have to say, I love that the boy's best friend is a desk clamp named Adam. <laughs> so, but you really, it's so funny because I think you really, you really believe it. Then you actually really feel like in episode three when Adam, Adam gets like lost and then you, yeah. you find him and he's hurt. I don't know. I really worry about him. Oh, that was re- that lamp. Uh, that was really good acting by Adam by the lamp. I mean, I think <laughs> I, saw, I saw his previous work in the Pixar uh, credits. He, he, that lamp is, is incredible. Um, <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. Uh, but it's not it's not just the lamps and the kids. Um, you two as actors have I got to say you have such great chemistry together. So, you know, make the other blush really quick. What <laughs> uh, you know, what what makes um, uh, rape such a good uh, Jason and, and uh, 
uh, and then go the other way. Uh, tell tell us why why you think Esther is so, so great as a screen partner as Nikki. Rafe is a good Jason because he is one of the warmest people I think you'll ever meet. Um, so naturally funny. Um, a real uh, goofball at times and then incredibly serious and conscientious and completely generous with his acting and um, incredibly clumsy as well. <laughs> All right, now now the other way. <laughs> you, you play in the show? I play Nikki. You play Nikki. Not Adam. Um, <laughs> uh, no, look, I mean, all of that, all of that, um, all of that warmth and um, empathy uh, and um, sense of fun that you see in Nikki, that's all Esther, that all comes from her. Um, she is, uh, she's, uh, you know, one of my favorite people. <laughs> and one of, the, one of the like great parts of making this show is that I got to know her and that uh, I get to um, hang out with her. And, uh, and also, you know, she makes it look so easy, right? Yeah. She's usually got really complicated sentences to say that you wouldn't know that watching it. But I know as an actor how difficult a lot of the stuff that she does is and how easy she makes it seem. And, um, you know, that's like serious. It might look easy, but it's the opposite of it that kind of light hitting every single joke, hitting every single beat, whilst at the same time as being absolutely truthful, uh, is uh, there's only a very, very small group of people who can do that in the world. And she's one of them. Oh yeah. Well, you, you, the two of you carry the whole thing. Um, but, but it's not just, it's not just, just you two. I mean, the, the, the whole supporting cast is, is great. And I've really enjoyed um, what some of the supporting characters are, are up to here in season three so far. We got to see where else it goes, but um, I love, I, I laugh every time I see the, the brother-in-law uh, with Scott, where he's um, <laughs> reading highbrow literature to Karen's pregnant belly <laughs> or, uh, or what was the other guy? Oh, Freddie. He was such a jerk in previous seasons, but this, they're starting to redeem him a little bit with his a-holes anonymous support group. But just, just talk, talk about how, you know, just being around such a, such a deep bench and, and you, you guys, you know, getting to watch these characters grow and have their own little character arcs. That really makes makes the show special to me I love that you know I love that about this season as well is that you we really do get to see those characters more and um it's also nice because the scenes that we're not involved in when you see them all put together it's always a surprise and it's always um yeah like I I love uh the Karen and Scott storyline that really you know that really breaks my heart but they also make me laugh so much like with Scott picking up thinking he's going to grab a drink and he picks up a candle instead when he's <laughs> yeah. seen um when he's going to loan Jason some money um and that's right after he says oh you can rely on me and then he drinks a candle yeah. <laughs> it's so funny but also there's a bit of the party where I'm like tap on his shoulder I'm like um Scott we need to talk about this money thing and he looks around and he's like trust me I've got it under control and he's dressed as a clown yeah. like a clown's face on and it's like that's not no, it's not. He winds up being a pretty good mime, though, you know. So a pretty good mime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're really lucky to have those the, to have the supporting cast that we do, and I think you know, 
shows that you want to stick with need to be populated by a cast of people that you want to hang out with that mm. need to be you know yeah. uh and also robin cara who plays jen i think is really good She's really so excellent. Funny. and the folks who play our parents you know they're really important too and um uh i really like i really like that dynamic Oh, I was just about to say my favorite of all the supporting characters is probably the dad who just you could turn and he just shows up with a hammer. He's ready to fix everything. Reminds me of my dad and father-in-law or when and he's like, no, I can't intentionally put asbestos in your attic. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, it's funny, but, you know, like his love language, he might not be able to articulate uh, his love and affection, but he's able to do it by uh, fixing a door. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, love languages come in different ways. Sometimes it's being being Mr. Fix-It or Mrs. Fix-It. Uh, all right, well, we've mentioned a lot, bunch of the characters, but one of the most important characters, if you ask me, is the location itself. Uh, you know, Camden and, and sort of the, the lock and the canal and all those great scenes by the water there. Um, how, how cool is it that, and important to you, do you think that, that that setting plays in as well as sort of, you know, that, that great British sense of humor too? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it, I feel like it depicts that part of London in such a gorgeous way. So it's also so lovely to film around there. It's so like, it's our home, it's where we live. So that feels really special. And yeah, it is, it's so, it's so important. I'm so glad that that gets to go global, this like kind of depiction of Camden and seeing the Heath, like I think in series one, we filmed on Hampstead Heath, which is one of my favorite parts of London to be. Um, yeah, it's 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 really a London that I know, and um, yeah, I'm glad that the people get to see it. Yeah, you you know you like my favorite shows, the cities that they're set in. You know, like we're in DC right now, and I, and you know it was it was it feels like being in House of Cards or whatever. And then, <laughs> um, you know, like um, being in Philly yesterday. You know, like Philadelphia is one of my favorite films. And you know, oh my god, that talk about a movie that changed my life and everybody's life. Incredible movie, you know. Like, I actually was because Esther's not seen it, and uh, I actually just showed her the opening sequence of Philadelphia, which is just With all the beautiful shots of like the camera going past and people waving and stuff. Like, to the spring, the Springsteen song, the Springsteen. Mm. I was just thinking that, like, so Jonathan Demi makes the film, mm. he's like, I'm gonna see if Bruce Springsteen will write a song for it. <laughs> Springsteen does and he comes back with that like imagine how buzzed Jonathan Demi was when he got that back like oh, it won I think it won the Oscar that song yeah, yeah it's an incredible and, song. Neil, and Neil Young closes the movie out and then with Neil Young closes it I mean it's unbelievable I mean I know that Jonathan Demi was a massive music guy yeah. like Rachel's getting married is a sort of like testament to his love of music sure. uh, but yeah you know like Better Things is a great show and LA is such a big part of it Seinfeld and New York and yeah you know now us with um with that little nook of uh, of north london um it's uh it's great to to have that place out there because you know i was born and raised in london i love my city in many ways i identify with being a londoner over being english uh <laughs> it's like a sort of nation state london um a fantastic city so it's uh it's great to have it out there yeah. it's also like london in itself every little pocket if i feel like it does have its own character so north london specifically is so different to west london to east london to southeast right. it's it's yeah it's i and yeah i i guess it's 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 the sense of it the colors of it the kind of the smells of it i it just i feel like this show couldn't be anywhere else but that place yeah i feel nope. like 
it's so intrinsically linked and it, it's so wild. My wife and I are watching, you know, Ted Lasso trying the Ricky Gervais afterlife. There's all these shows set are in different parts of that same, you know, area. And I'm like, uh, it's just you. some of the best work is coming out, coming out of there. And then but then the other night we put on Life of Pi and I see Rafe doing um, and it was it an American or a Canadian accent, I guess. We're like, where's the British accent? <laughs> I actually don't know. Um, <laughs> Canadian or an English. I guess it was vaguely Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm playing Jan Martel, okay. who was the guy who wrote Life of Pi. Okay. I guess was a Canadian. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, you know, I, I like I, I that was a weird thing because that whole part had been shot with another actor already. That whole part, mm. part was shot with Toby Maguire. I oh, thought, I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why'd they recut it? If you don't mind me asking, secrets like that's out there. Okay. Um, so they shot the whole movie, and then they asked me to come in, and we reshot that whole section with me instead of Toby Maguire. Uh, wow. And I spent three weeks with, um, you know, the genius that is Ang Lee and the late um, uh, great uh, Irfan Khan who's no mm-hmm. longer with us, one of one of the world's finest actors and one of India's greatest ever exports. Yeah. Um, so that was a really special period of time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, th- thanks for uh, diving into that. And we, you'll have to bring a, a reference back. You, know, you Rafe, you, you can go with the tiger down down a boat, down the, the Camden, you know, the canal there or something. I don't know how we can tie it back into trying, but I'm trying. Um, <laughs> awesome. Well, I know we're up against the clock. So um, just real quick, you know, what else can we expect from the rest of season three? Uh, I, I don't want, you know, definitely don't spoil any specific plots. So we'll talk general terms. You know, I know we got financial problems with the flat. We're, we're teasing some, maybe some past family members, maybe coming back in the mix with the kids involved and et cetera. But, you know, uh, what, what else can we expect in broad terms? <laughs> oh, gosh, yeah, in broad terms, that's so hard. It's so hard. <laughs> it's so hard without revealing things but you know I think there are a lot more uh things to come particularly with potential new old family members popping in yeah yeah. and you know I think the great like a great season of a tv show which has been up and running for a couple seasons great mark of of a season is that it like satisfies an audience and also like compounds expectations like you need a few twists and turns you need a few surprising things to happen but you want some loose ends tied up too like you want answers for things and I think this will deliver that um and you know um yeah and uh, I'd be happy doing this show for a few more years to come so fingers crossed yeah so tie up those loose ends but keep posing new questions and keep us hungry for more we love it well we keep making as many as you want we'll keep watching it it's it's one of the best shows on tv right now so again everybody it is trying season three on apple tv plus rafe and esther thanks so much for doing this and you gotta watch philadelphia come on tom hanks and denzel come on. it's hilarious i feel like rafe really outed me because when you started talking about philadelphia i nodded and i was like mm, yes i've <laughs> <laughs> it and then Rafe instantly was like, "No, but I've sent you, you two scenes. I sent you a scene from it before with Denzel and and yeah, you and, have, um, yeah. and Tom Hanks when he played when he listens to Maria Callis. I sent you that before. You did, yeah, but that's not really the whole film. No, I no, did no, even. <laughs> but you've been going around telling people you've seen it for ages. I have, yeah. That and I'm sure there's one that Jan's you've seen that he hasn't. I'm sure you could, you know, ding him. Ben there is, you know, no, no, she's not seen no. one that I haven't. He's a cinephile. All right. Well, thanks for doing this. We appreciate it. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so, so much. nice to meet you. Thanks for your help. All right. Be well. Bye now. Bye. Bye.
Thanks so much for listening to Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. Our theme music is Scott Buckley's Clarion. Remember to give us a five-star rating if you like what you hear. We'll see you next time. wanted to take a second to tell you about an app I really enjoy. Living in the D.C. area is great, and Podcast D.C. gathers all of the local shows that I like all in one local app. Health, sports, local news, politics, and so much more. Podcast D.C. is the new local app with hundreds of D.C. area podcasts to choose from. I can earn exciting rewards just for listening and share the podcasts I love instantly. Available in the App Store or in Google Play, listen local with Podcast D.C.